Well, our moms think we're funny. So anyway, um, I I never I never got to that point where I got had to get past the thing um, to where like okay I'm trying to kill myself here because that's not what I was trying to do. <laughs> so someone over my house and uh, God. It, it was a a former friend of mine, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, and I say former because you'll know the story. They wanted to borrow like one of my shirts, and I told them, "Oh yeah, it's in the closet." Well, I hadn't taken down the <laughs> noose in the closet, so when they opened it up and they found that in there, right? I only had a couple answers. One is. I've been thinking about committing suicide. (laughs) That doesn't go over anywhere. (laughs) Two, you know, I've been dabbling in autoerotic asphyxiation, right? And you're saying, well, why would that be two? Because really, if you had the option of telling somebody autoerotic or I've been thinking about committing suicide, which one are you going to tell people, right? I mean, it depends, I guess. The suicide's going to get you some sympathy, and they're going to feel bad for you. Like, oh, things really that bad? Dylan's like, you're just a degenerate pervert freak, right? <laughs> like, you know, and they're going to they're going to look at you different, you know. Like, I mean, you you I, you, I'm telling you right now, it, every man that you've met has masturbated in some way or another, whether they've actually like touched their penis or not, or they just like grabbed hold of their underwear and just moved from side to side and everything until they came, <laughs> whatever it is, right? But if you've ever shaken a man's hand, I can tell you right now, you've shaken the hand of of like like a jerk-off hand. That's that's weird to think about. Almost every hand on earth that you've touched has had someone's penis in it at some point or another. Except for lesbian. I said almost. Oh, almost, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, but but that's just a penis, but like like they use that hand to jerk off with. Yeah, you know. So, but you don't think about that. But I mean, it's true. But it's just saying, like you know, like you know, like I'd say, like ninety eight percent of all the hands you've touched would have been used to wipe your own ass or someone else's ass. Fair enough. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you don't think about that. Be like, yeah, it doesn't make you want to ever touch anybody's hand again, right? <laughs> so and don't even give me into kissing. So Whoa. um, yeah. So so. Been thinking about killing myself, auto rise asphyxiation. And the third one is I plan on going lynching. <laughs> Those are the only three things you can say to like to get out of that situation. Mm-hmm. I can I can even fall back on my Boy Scout thing, like, well, I'm practicing tying knots. Like, I don't think <laughs> that the Boy Scouts teach you how to do this. This is certainly not sheepshank. Like um, I mean there's there's always, you know, just this is where I keep my crack milfs. <laughs> well, so where else am I going to hang them when they're done? This is before they were crack milfs, so. Uh, so, you know, this is before there was a term milf. I'm, well, I mean, just because the term didn't exist, I mean, doesn't mean they weren't around. Right, right, true. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there were crack milfs around back in, like, the 1800s. Uh, well, they didn't have crack back then. I mean... They had opium milfs. <laughs> opium milfs, I mean. Yeah. You down with opium milfs? Yeah, you know me. So, uh, so I mean, and the thing, and, and like, and when you panic, you don't really, you don't get to weigh them out, right? You don't get to weigh out your three options. Like, which one's going to work best for me? Someone sees the noose in the closet, right? And they're looking like, what the fuck is this? Uh-huh. And you're just like, if you're lucky, all three options pop into your head and you just pick one. 
When you panic, though, like only one, maybe two pop into your head. So when you're a black guy, it's not a good thing to say. I've been thinking about going lynching. Yeah, that's probably not the best option. And if they, you've been thinking about going lynching, and then you go, I can't stand ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work out very well. <laughs> and the thing is, if you if you tell a bad lie, everybody knows it's a bad lie. Oh yeah, yeah. And and then you can't really follow that up with another bad lie. Mm-hmm. Mm, so again, bury your proclivities mm-hmm. so you don't end up getting into a uh, into a situation where like you're going to an extreme because it's kind of like like uh, what was it uh, Chris Rock said about watching porn when like the wife's not there it's like you know where they always find the porn yeah in the VCR mm-hmm. right because you <laughs> leave it in there and that's where they find it they don't find it on the secret hiding spots or whatever they find it in the VCR because that's where you leave it you know yep. so yep. Um, just you know, because again, you could find yourself in a situation where you're sitting here like, um, I've been thinking about killing myself, or <laughs> I like to choke myself when I jack off, or those damn ninjas, I hate them, don't you? You know? I mean, sometimes with enough confidence, you can just pull off the honesty thing. But like, it's, it's gotta be some like, or some real confidence. Like, you, you can't let there be a single speck of a waiver to your voice. Yeah. But, like, so, I mean, so, sometimes you can just, like, lean into it and just be like, yeah, what, you mean you've never jerked off with your thumb up your ass? I mean, come on, it's awesome. Yeah. So, and and the thing is, even even when you lie, even when you lie, sometimes if they believe the lie, they still get you in trouble. So, for example, if you say, yeah, I can't stand ninjas, and they're like, me neither. Boy, am I glad to hear that. <laughs> Boy, I'm like, glad you said it, because I've been thinking it for, like, five years, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so I see you ready to take that next step. Me and the boys say like, oh shit. <laughs> and it's like, I I'm not sure if I can make it to the meeting, but um I'm more happy to make some pillowcase masks for you. Did <laughs> 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 I ruin your yawn there? Yeah. <laughs> now was, I'm not saying that we that's don't exactly appreciate what I, was saying. <laughs> I can't see a goddamn thing out of this mask. I'm not saying we don't appreciate what Turk was doing, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, going back to the whole thing we're talking about is like hiding that kind of stuff. Even even they like, talking about drugs, like hiding mm-hmm. like drugs. Like you can't just say don't do drugs. Yeah, yeah. you know, because you have to explain to people why do people do drugs? Well, they do drugs to make them feel good. Drugs make you feel good. Yes, people don't generally do stuff as a habit that don't make them feel good. You know, drugs. Sex, listening to rock and roll, mm-hmm. driving fast, punching old people and running away. Those are things that make you feel good. Tipping over baby carriages. Right. You know, making prank phone calls. You know. <laughs> Lighting bags of dog doing something for someone's porch. <laughs> it's poop again. I mean, those are things that make you feel good. Yeah. But you don't just... Ghost busting. Yeah. Busting makes you feel good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not even really morally questionable. No, it's not. So, uh, I, I guess I'm sorry. That was a really good answer. That was a really good answer. <laughs> I got to give some props on that one. Thanks. Wow. Uh, but, I mean, you can't just pretend like they don't exist. You really mm-hmm. have to have these conversations because 
if you tell them, if I don't know really anything about drugs and, you know, my friend pulls a whole Dewey Cox on me, right? <laughs> and they're like, you know, like, hey, look, you know, especially especially now that marijuana is becoming legal in a lot of places, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't just be like, don't do drugs. Like, but you're telling me not to do it. And I understand you're my parent, but then the government's saying that it's okay for me to do them when I turn 18. Mm-hmm. So, because you don't tell me not to drink. Yep. When I become a legal age, you're like, you can do drink all you want when you become a legal age. Okay, well, now I'm 18. I want to smoke all the pot that I want. Not in my house, you don't. Uh, well, like, I mean, you I... get drunk off that 12-pack over there and you enjoy it. You know? But don't <laughs> well, you dare smoke that weed in my I, house. I also got told growing up that alcohol wasn't an option. So, I don't know really what they expected out of me. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like... I'm going to tell you right now. If you tell me I can't do drugs, I can't drink alcohol... I can't have sex. Yeah, that noose in my closet is for killing myself. Yeah, like to to quote Creed Bratton from The Office. What's all this been about? <laughs> what what what's even the point at that juncture? It's... Yeah, like you are not doing me any favors. But yeah, now I mean that said, the school system really made it seem like strangers were just going to be like walking up to me in the park and just like giving me free drugs. And that shit's never happened to me. Yeah, I mean, I like how they always like, you know, people like, they're going to give you the first one for free to get you hooked. I have never had someone give me the first one for free. Yeah, yeah like, I'm, I'm kind of over that bullshit, because I, I went through my life, like, fully expecting that at some point it's going to be like, hey, kid, you want to try some pills? And No. I mean... No, I have to find my pills on the street like a fucking bum. Hell yeah. I mean, you know how many years <coughs> I walked around... With like like a small like disguise kit in my backpack. So, so so when I get that first one, I go around the corner from the fake mustache. And like um, so someone told me you're over here giving away free drugs. If you never had them before, yeah. so uh, I've never tried drugs before. Then I go back and I go, Arr, I got a patch of I'm looking to squash some free drugs. <laughs> I mean, you got to be careful after like the fourth or fifth time because those those pushers are a sharp bunch. And they're like, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> you were that pirate a minute ago, weren't you? Hey, like, you don't buy some drugs tonight. Here, I'm running a business. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, I know you like the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, man, like, my my education just failed me in every way because I also thought that, like, at any minute I could catch it on fire. And, like, my whole my whole childhood was like, stop, drop, and roll, stop, drop, and roll, stop, drop, and roll, because I knew any minute I would just spontaneously combust and I would be ready for it. Never happened. Yep. No. They, they fucking taught us how to get out of quicksand, for God's sake. Do you know how... I, I've never even been within 10 miles of quicksand. Yeah, and then quicksand is not as deadly as they want to make it seem. No! Like, quicksand, like, quicksand will only, only go up to, like, your like your knee or something like that. Like, I, I have been in a situation where I got stuck in a... I stepped into a mud hole. And the suction, it couldn't I get my foot out? I had to actually, like, pull my... It was easier for me to pull my foot out of the shoe. Mm-hmm. The laced-up shoe than it was for me to get my whole thing and then get the shoe out afterwards. But, but yeah, like, the whole thing about, um, about like, quicksand, you're going to find that. And um, it's like... Like no, they, none, none of that ever happened. There's no, yeah. there's no stop, drop, and roll. There's no people trying to give me, you know, give me drugs for free to get me hooked. There's no quicksand. I mean, man, if if that were a thing, I'd, I'd be hanging out in the parks now, dressed up like a little school kid. Yeah. Oh boy, I sure hope somebody doesn't offer me marijuana. <laughs> I don't know. Like 
I don't think they have the, the wherewithal to resist. <laughs> I'm so young and impressionable. I'm susceptible to most things. And boy, never having done crack before, it would sure give me a hell of a high. I sure hope that doesn't happen. Oh man, I hope no girl offers me sex either, because I don't think I can say no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just it, it's just ridiculous to me. Like, I think parents owe it to their kids to like to educate them on this shit like how are you gonna make an informed decision without having all the facts right you're not and then like then you just wind up in really weird awkward situations because you're not prepared for it yeah and the thing is like uh, so uh oh uh, um when you have something like that where because you've never talked to your kids about it you know, you don't, the kids don't know to do things like, oh, hey, here's a simple, like, you know, uh, like joint, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, smoke this. Oh, well, you don't have the wherewithal because you don't know anything to ask, oh, hey, what's in this? Yeah. Is this laced with anything? Mm-hmm. Has the, was, it, was it dipped in formaldehyde? Like, you know, you don't ask any of those important questions because you've never done it before. So you just assume that, oh, well, they don't do stuff like that. Yep, they didn't yep. put a little bit of heroin in there or something, you know. You know, mm-hmm. this is not a speedball, you know. Like, I mean, they, you don't know to answer those kind of questions because you don't know shit about it because no one ever told you. Yeah, yeah. So. And, I mean, like. If, if somebody goes through their entire, like, developmental years having no idea about anything about sex, then, like, how are they going to know to wrap it up? Right. Like, I mean, if, if they've never even heard the term safe sex, how are they supposed to know what to do? So, I mean, that, that's how you get teen pregnancy right there, because you've got this 19-year-old who's, who's never even understood what an erection is suddenly being like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. Wee! It's just stupid. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and the thing is, you know better. You know better. Mm-hmm. You know how it feels, and you know that once they get a, get a taste of it, especially if you haven't properly told them, like, what to do, mm-hmm. then they're not going to take any precautions. No. And because you've been telling them it's bad, and you're like, well, this isn't bad at all. They lied to me. They're not going to come to you and start talking to you about stuff. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So you pretty much just set them up for, for a complete failure in the sense where... You know, like, they're going to end up getting themselves in all kinds of, of trouble. Yeah, because all you've established with them is that they can't talk to you about it. So yeah. now when they have any questions, they're not going to come to you because you've established it's taboo. It's not something you will discuss with them, so now they're going to come to their stupid friends for it. Yep. So, well, I'm sure Steve knows. He, he gave me that Playboy in the first place. And yeah, and that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, like and he doesn't know anything. Like he he knows he knows shit. Like he doesn't know anything. <laughs> and then yeah, Steve might know enough to mention something about safe sex, but he doesn't elaborate. So then you know when when she comes into the room with like a, a hang glider and a unicycle, and she's like, "Show me that dick." He's like, well, "This doesn't seem safe." Yeah, he's like, "He could be missing out on a good time." I mean, <laughs> but I mean, she did say, "Show me that dick," and she is naked. So who am I to say no? Now, that's the other thing too. Like, I mean, you don't have those kind of conversations. You don't prepare someone for how to say no. Yep. And that's really the thing is, is like how to say no because you can, is you can, like if you don't even have a proper sure, conversation. We've been, we've been talking for an hour and fifteen minutes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, if you don't have a proper conversation, right? Then you have not set them up for, like, even if you talk about sex, like, okay, look, son, daughter. You know, sex is this and sex is that and it, it's good. But, you know, you really need to need to just not do it until you're ready, until you get older. That's not really an answer. Yeah. You know, because 
you, you haven't really given them a good understanding of why or what or when. Because even with all that, the first time she walks into the room and she like shows you her tits. Mm-hmm. Well, it's done. Oh, yeah. It's just done. Yep. Like, yeah, wait until when? I don't know when that's going to happen. Hell, I might die tomorrow. Like, <laughs> like, but this, this is, this is here. This is now. Like, right now. Like, like, you, you haven't, you haven't explained to them that, you know, that, and the thing is, it shouldn't just be like, wait and this is how you resist it. But like, okay, if you find yourself in a situation where, you know, she's like showing you her tits, okay, well, let's make sure we're safe here. Because right, you right. can't ask somebody to just walk away from that. Oh, yeah. You can't. Yeah. Like, 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 no, you just don't, you, like, no, like, that doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't be a hater, dude. You yeah, be a helper. And, 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 I mean, it's all, it's also, it's not just that, but it's like, it's all kinds of boundaries. Like, if, if you're not teaching your kids about sex, then they're not going to learn about what boundaries to set mm-hmm. from a sexual perspective. Yeah, like, what's, what's okay and what's not. Yeah, like, if, if they don't come in fully equipped, then, like... It's like, well, I wanted to use a condom, but she didn't, so I didn't. It's like, well, <laughs> you're screwed now. Good job. Yeah. It's like, I mean... Welcome to the real world, jackass! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just bad. It's it's frustrating to see. It's so frustrating to see. And I wonder, like, what is what is the, the real... What is the driving factor behind that decision where you're not going to have this conversation with your kids... Like, why? Is it like, well, because I don't want them to have sex. Okay, you don't want them to enjoy, like, something that is, like, incredible, that you love yourself? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want them to have kids too early. Okay, well, then talk to them about having kids sh- too early. Show them how to avoid having kids too early. Right, you know. You know what I mean? Get the little kid a vasectomy, right? I, mean... <laughs> I was about to say that. I thought, <laughs> no, nah, that's a bit too far. That That's just the 4.30 in the morning talking. I mean, here's the thing. If, you, if you're really concerned with your son, like, son in particular, your son, like, getting a girl, like, pregnant, right? Then let him have all the sex he can before his balls drop. <laughs> before, before, before his little sperm generators start working, you know, let him, just, let him just get all out of his system. Like, okay, son, well, you know, now, now you can't just do it, you know, whenever you want to. You got to be more careful here. I mean, these days, vasectomies are reversible, so. Yeah, but why would you want to? Well, I can't imagine why you would want to, but I mean, because I, I don't understand the people who wait like five kids in before they're like, you know what, I'm gonna get the snip. It's, like, it's a bit late now, huh? Yeah, the damage is already done, dude. Like, I mean, like that car is beat to shit. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because now you decide to take a defensive driving class, it's not gonna take all those dents out. If your car door falls off, it's like, yeah, I should probably look into getting a tune-up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, like, this is how I view that. Okay, I get a vasectomy because I'm like, you know what? I don't want any more kids. Like, uh, like, uh, and, uh, like, I can't afford it. And somewhere along the way, you're like, you know what? I got too much damn money. <laughs> like, I just got too much money. It's like, I never thought this day would come where I was just like, damn, son, you got too much money. I got too much money. I need to get this vasectomy reversed yeah. so I can have a kid and get some of this money out of my account. Oh, it's like, I've got so crazy. much. I've got so much free time on my hands and all these nice things. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, and, and look at my girl. She's looking all pretty and hot and sexy. She's got that <laughs> tight little body here. Man, it'd be so great if you know if like her stomach muscles were destroyed, so she couldn't get. So, 
but she couldn't get her figure back, and uh, <laughs> and then she got postpartum depression. So then, like, our relationship was never the same, and then we couldn't really love each other the way we used to. That'd be awesome, you know. I mean, and like. We, we just go where we want to, when we want to. And you know, if we decide to take a, a weekend trip out of, out of state, we can. I don't, I don't like having that freedom. I don't, I don't like the option. I want to have to inconvenience all my friends by asking them to watch something for me. Yeah. Before I can leave town. You know what? You know what I miss? What I absolutely miss? I miss inviting a stranger into my home while I'm gone for four or five hours and they rummage through all my shit. I miss that. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, I, I haven't, it's, it's, you know, it's been, it's been quite a while since I've actually gone into my house and looked and like, oh, hey, I can't find X. Yeah. Like, I know where all my stuff is. You know, just once like be able to go in there and be like, hey, I can't find X. Honey, have you seen uh, my dad's watch? You know, the one I keep on the bedside drawer next to the little kangaroo? <laughs> have you seen that? Right? No. It was there the other day, right before Susie came over to babysit. I wonder if Susie stole it. I miss that. Mm-hmm. I miss accusing a little girl of stealing my shit. Yeah, yeah. No, like, like who does that? No. Yeah, it's uh, hmm. like, it's a hell of a thing, man. No, I mean, like, someone should say like vasectomies are reversible, right? But you know, um, like, we're just gonna go ahead and give you a starter baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what? Well, yeah, we're I- gonna. Be- we're gonna give you a starter baby, so you're gonna take care of this baby for like a month, right? And then, um, and then we'll, you know, like we'll schedule your appointment for a month out. We give you the starter baby, and then, uh, you know, you come back, and uh, we'll go do the procedure. Watch how many people actually like come back in a month, be like, "I'm ready to have that procedure." Oh hell yeah! Like, like two days later, here's your baby back. <laughs> Cancel my appointment. I'm done. I mean, you would think the whole like egg experiment that they would do in high school would have been enough for that, because that was a big enough pain in the ass. I never had to do that. Well, I mean, you know, I was homeschooled, so... Did you have to do that? No. No. But uh, I've, he- I've heard plenty of people complain about it. See, I thought that would be interesting if, you're, if your mom made you do that. Well, no, because I, I grew up in a, a weird, overly religious environment where sex was completely taboo, so... Oh, right. Yeah, so... They're like, I don't want to start looking at eggs funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you questioning where the eggs come from. <laughs> Next, you know, like you say, you walk into the room and find Johnny there with a carton of eggs jacking off on him. And everything. Like, what are you doing? I just want a family on my own. <coughs> Have you seen the Russian dude making a homunculus? No. Oh, man. It's all in Russian and it's like subtitled, but it's some Russian dude talking about how he found like old texts. Uh, old alchemical texts that detail the creation of a homunculus. So he's basically got like a syringe full of of his spunk, and he's got an egg. He's like, you have to make small puncture in eggshell and inject sperm, and he like spoots it in there, and then he like wraps the egg up in a hat and puts it next to a space heater in his closet for like a month. And so then, like the first time he does it, he just like cracks it open, and the egg's rotten. It's oh, like, no. well, that's that's fucking disgusting as all hell. And then the, the kid's ne- baby. And then the next time, it's like there's like this weird little thing in it, some kind of weird critter in the egg. And he's like, oh, we are figuring it out. We're making progress. And then, like the last time he does it, some weird half dead thing falls out that looks like a xenomorph baby. And he like picks it up for some fucking reason, and it's like. <sighs> 
and it spews acid on him and he screams and crushes it with the Bible. Yeah, um, you know what? He probably should have read more of that Bible before, <laughs> before using it. You know, I homunculus yeah. killing device. I don't think I don't think there's much in the Bible about not creating homunculi. Uh, oh, there's, there. I'm sure there's some like really specific verses in Leviticus about not getting your semen in an egg, in well, a chicken think, egg. But uh, well, think think about it. So, so back then there weren't any syringes. So you actually had to like take something and make a small hole in the egg and then just try to like aim your spooge right into it. <laughs> so there really wasn't a good chance that there was gonna that you were gonna be making one. I mean, possible, but not really likely. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, I mean, but then why would you want what would you what would you do with that? Like, I don't want one of those things. I don't want one of those things I, at all. Are you kidding me? A little homunculus? That'd be cool. Nope. And I, I mean I, I certainly wouldn't wouldn't have to make one the old fashioned way, but um I mean, shit, having having a little having a little man, be like, hey Gary, hand me that pencil. Yeah, no. I, I I could teach him how to do the the podcast editing. Yeah, right. He'd be like, I ain't editing shit. <laughs> like, oh, I did teach him. I taught him. <laughs> so I mean, uh, yeah, I I wouldn't want to. No, no, God, no. But you know what's wrong with that with that video you you were just describing? Everything. Couple, well, a couple things in particular. One is um, he was you know trying to make this little thing. Two, how do you get the sperm in the uh, in the uh, the uh, the needle? A syringe, right? I'm, I'm assuming he just whacked off into it. You can't just whack onto a syringe, man. Well, I mean, it's, I, I mean, not if you're like aiming from a distance, but. No, dude, you can't. You can't. You like take the back off. You can spoot into it. Uh, okay, so what I'm thinking is he probably did it into something else, like a jar or something. <laughs> he's got he's got the My Little Pony cum jar. Oh, that's nasty. Why that? You, what? You, are you familiar with the My Little Pony cum jar? Why would I be familiar with that? <laughs> Why? I, I was like, did, did no one, no one should ever answer yes to that question. Are you familiar with the My Little Pony cum jar? Of course I am. Like, Oh, yeah, you know, the infamous My Little Pony cum jar. No. Some guy got a, a jar on Reddit, and um, you could see a little, like, rainbow dash or something in the jar, and it's, like, up to its ankles in some white fluid. He's like, I plan on filling this entire jar with my cum, and then I'm going to leave it on the radiator overnight, and it'll bring rainbow dash to life. I can't believe you haven't heard of this, man. I can't believe you think I would have heard of that. I mean, it's such a part of the internet. Like everybody's heard of the of the mason jar. Uh, no, 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 no. Because I mean, now you have. <laughs> I, I use my internet for for like ordering pizza and, and going to Amazon. I mean, you say that like I go out seeking this stuff out, and you I do. Don't. I not not all the time. I didn't go out seeking this out. I just happened to stumble across a picture of a mason jar with Rainbow Dash in it looking really sad and it was like, if you know, you know. And I was like, well, I don't know. I better see what the comment section is on this. And then everybody explained it to me. See, that's the problem is though, you start going down, you're like, see, you, you with the internet is like me playing Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty like, much. I'm just going to go here I'm going to go into this building here, and I'm going to gather a bunch of supplies so I can go back and work on my settlement. <laughs> and I'm like, have I ever seen that door before? Yeah. I've never seen that door before. It's like, is that gunfire off in the distance? <laughs> and I was like, I'll go see what that is. Hey, what is this? I wonder if I can walk in that water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it exactly where it's like, I just need a funny meme. 
That's all I really need today. Just a funny meme. This this looks like it could be funny. Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, why, why are they talking about Wonder Bread? <laughs> See, that's you, man. <laughs> that's you. Right? Yeah, yeah, not me. So, so, anyway, so this is all I can think of, right? So this guy's got his jar, <laughs> and then he's got um, like a funnel. <laughs> it's something like. like that, that's that's like a wide mouth jar. You shouldn't need the funnel. He's got to pour into the syringe. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get you. So, so that's like three things in his house that need to be burned. Like after. <laughs> so okay, so then think about this, right? People get all weirded out when you when you think talk about this kind of stuff, especially when it's like, oh well, you know, I opened up the dishwasher and there was like a fleshlight in there. Like oh, that's nasty. I would never want to like you know. Eat, eat, eat off one of his plates again like yeah. but I mean but think about all the stuff that has gone into a dishwasher like before right that's been cleaned yeah but no no sperm stuck on food but the whole point of the dishwasher is it clears all that stuff up <laughs> like oh my god I can't believe this molded ass shit is still coming here then you put this in the dishwasher along with everything else yeah but, but does, like... it, does it really make a difference though if you know now what you didn't know before like the dishes are clean right so does it really Debatably. make a difference? It does make a difference, yeah. Really? Yeah, because like, I mean, technically speaking, you've already eaten off one before. Yeah, and and it, it, the thought would disturb me, but uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, if there was a problem, then they, they they've already been like swimming around your little Gulliver, like yeah, and like imagine that you know, like imagine that you like walk into the guy's kitchen and he's just got one of his dinner plates wedged up between his ass cheeks. And you're like, dude, that's disgusting. He's like, oh, no, it's okay. I'll wash it after. Well, I mean, with something like that, I'd like There's to no think going that back that, from that. I like that with something like that, though. You have like, like you have a, a particular dinner plate that you'd like to use. Like you wouldn't just be able to like, kind of like like I have a cup that I like to use. I like to use this cup all the time. So it's not like like this is my cup. Like this would be your dinner plate. Like this is my dinner plate. This is the one I like to use okay, to stick on my ass. Let's say that. It- that it is your dinner plate that he likes to stick up his ass. No, not mine. I mean, it's his. Like, he has a particular one. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, they're at that house. It's like, you know, that that's the guest plate that he's got wedged up his ass. Okay, so you tell me, would I ever eat off the guest plate if it was clean? Yeah, I mean, he's going to put it in the dishwasher after. Yeah, but see, the difference is that... Well, granted, you're watching him do, like, the March of the Penguin shuffle so it doesn't fall out from between his ass cheeks. Yeah, the difference is, though, that particular... Like, that particular item was stuck in his ass, as opposed to it being in the dishwasher with another item, and I'm going to use that item. <laughs> as opposed to being in a dishwasher in contact with an item full of his spunk, yeah. Right. For, like, for example, like, like I, I'm not going to drink coffee out of the fleshlight thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I will add the mug just happens to be in there with it. That'd be, that'd be interesting if it was, like, a completely unused fleshlight. If you got one that was, like, a mouth, and then you could just, like, pour the coffee out of it. <laughs> coffee? Bleh. Okay. <laughs> Cream? Yes, please. Okay. Flip it to the other end. <laughs> so I was at a, I was at a, uh, an adult uh, bookstore. Uh, no, it was a, like, uh, an, an adult novelty store. They call it adult novelty mm-hmm. store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was the other day, and uh, I was looking around, just you know, looking around stuff, you know, and uh, I see this, um, uh, it's one of those... Uh, those uh like fake vagina, but it's 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 the one that's actually molded off like a porn star's like yeah, stuff, yeah. and it's it's just something about like it's just something about like you know ass whatever like you know her ass. I'm thinking okay, well 
even if this is molded off her ass, it's not her. So what makes her ass different from this girl's ass? Yeah. You know? Like, and, and then it's like, you know, you can fuck her in the ass whenever you want to. But then it also had a, a usable pussy. But then, like, I assume that the, that the, the sphincters on the latex butt are the same. You would think. So it doesn't really matter which one you're sticking it in. It's just a matter of, like, what you're trying to convince yourself that you're doing. <laughs> in which case, then, it doesn't really matter which one of these fake asses you buy as long as you're in your mind thinking that it's X person. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter this molded off of their stuff because they only molded from the outside, not the inside. I mean, presumably, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I was looking at like, and maybe I was just getting way too like logical and clinical with it. I'm thinking myself like, how is this, like, how is this, how, how does this work? Like, I've you've got a bunch of different ones for different people there. And it's like, you know, and this one is like turned upside. So it's like, so you can fuck her in the ass if you want. I'm like, yeah, but it's going to feel the same as mm-hmm. this. And then, and like, it, I, like, I, I don't, I'm like, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of the same logic as like buying like licensed cereal. It's like, oh yeah, I could get Captain Crunch, but on this box of Captain Crunch, the Ninja Turtles are on it. So that's cooler. Well, yeah, but I mean, we have to look at the box for eating cereal. So I want to look at something I like. I want to look at the Ninja Turtles. I don't want to look at this like Lucky Charms. So yeah, so like maybe for the average person, it's like oh, it feels so much. You know, it, it just hits different knowing in my, in my head that like this is molded off of Ava Adams or something. Mm, yeah, but I mean, it's, I, I I mean, I guess I see I see where you're going with that. But I I'm mean, like, I'm not saying that that's where I'm at with it. I certainly wouldn't do it. I mean, you know my feelings on that. Yeah. Like, dude, I mean, I don't... Someone's got to clean that shit up, <laughs> you know? And and after, you know... It's one thing when you're with a person and, you know, and you're having sex with them. And uh, and you're there like, wow, that was really great. It's another when you're doing it by yourself. Because when you're mm-hmm. with a person, you got to like, talk and you got to cuddle. You got to do this, got to do that. But when it's just you, man, you're like, okay, well, not net it now. I want to go to bed. But it's like, then you got to get up and you got to clean the thing out, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, no, that's just, they, nah, now I'm wide awake. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I mean, shit. I'm, uh, you know, I already talk about, you know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of like paying to get off just on principle, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, yeah, no, I totally see what you're saying. That's why I just like jerk off straight into my dishwasher and, and you know, I'm done. Yeah, I can't do that because one, you know, my dishwasher is in the kitchen, and I will say the kitchen is the one place I refuse to jerk off at. <laughs> I cannot jerk off in the kitchen. I just, it's I, just, I appreciate that. I was, I was just like bullshitting there, but <laughs> I, was, I mean, some some people would probably really enjoy that. But like, I mean, wow, probably I mean, I've seen quite a lot of porn that takes place in a kitchen. I'm not saying I wouldn't have sex in the kitchen, but I wouldn't jerk off in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be fairly different. Yeah, hmm, so. So I'm just saying, like, like you know, just, I don't know, something about that. Like, I don't even like walking naked in my kitchen. <laughs> it's just, it's just weird. Like, it's just, you don't want to put like weird naked kitchen vibes in there. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because people can tell. Yeah, they can. They can. They, I mean, they come in there like, they're like, oh God, it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, the, I mean, I was really thirsty. He offered me a drink, but I don't know. I just, it felt like he'd been naked in there before. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like they're, they're in there to get some like blueberry Pop-Tarts and then they're just like, Feels like naked in here. Yeah. 
Not a big fan. It's like, and every time, every time I went to eat that pop, that blueberry pop tart, all I kept thinking was about blue waffles. And it's like, <laughs> I just, uh, I just can't do it. Man. I'm glad so I haven't seen that. You know, I avoided it for years and I knew not to Google it. And some bitch that I made the mistake of going on a couple of dates with, like, pulled it up and, like, put it up in front of my face on the phone. I was like, I avoided that for years. See, that's when that's when I have to go on one radio with somebody. Yeah, don't do that, dude. Don't do that. But, yeah, I mean, but, so, you know, bottom line of all this is there's so much stuff out there. If you really want someone to, to not do something, educate them on it. Yeah. If they do it, then they were going to do it all the time. Yeah. So, and you know, if if they do do it after you specifically ask them not to, then just you know, just yep. punch them right in the face. There you go. Yep, that's what I agree with. But yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just pretending that shit doesn't exist is is no way to get someone through life. Yep. And I understand these are tough conversations to have with people, but in the end, they are going to be rewarding because you're going to get what you want because the you know because you've you've accurately set things up to where this is my desired outcome and the only way I can get that is through an understanding of what it is that uh, that I'm asking you to do or, or not to do. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, to be fair, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might find that you get what you need. Get what you need, yeah. So, my like, name has been Turk22. I'm glad that you that you caught that yeah. coming into it. Uh, yeah, and I've been a Comey. And uh, and I really do know what sex is, and uh, and I do know how to be sexist as well. <laughs> uh, and uh, this PSA has been brought to you by our good friends at uh, Kellogg's cereal. Yes, Kellogg's cereal. Whatever you do, please, please don't, please don't masturbate. Yes, uh, Kellogg's cereal designed to get rid of all of your sexual urges. Because they're not good for you. And if that doesn't work, then you can just cut cut bits off of your uh, of your dangly bits, and that should curb the urge. Now, as a as except a, for uh, cases where it doesn't, which is like all of them. Say again? Now? Yeah, the whole reason like the Kellogg's dude popularized circumcision because like that it wasn't like in a, a regular medical practice until he started recommending it to doctors. And he did that under the pretense that it would discourage men from jerking off. Hmm. And that boy, that really worked. Well, I, ne- yeah. Never met a circumcised guy who, who actually jerks off, so. Yeah, that worked really well. Yep, um, yeah. He also recommended, like, uh, dabbling women's clitorises in... Uh, acid? In acid, yeah, yeah. To, like, deaden the nerve endings. So he was he was a bit of a freak, but yeah, that's that's the whole reason that that became accepted medical practice. Like, was because he was like, well, shit, the Kellogg's aren't working. Yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> Guess believe. it's time to start cutting stuff off. Like, so, uh, you know what happened the other day? So, I come home, right? I'm a little tired, but I'm also horny, too, because, you know, <laughs> I got the new secretary, and she's wearing these low-cut blouses. I just keep looking down at them all day. So, you know, I got a little bit of a chub going on there. I come home, and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, all right, hey, honey, you know, it's time for you to get up on this dick here. And I mean, hell, she's my wife, so she can't say no, because this is what, you know, this is what she's supposed to do, right? It's the 1950s. Yeah. Right? It's like, when I want some, you know, I get some, and she just gives it to me, and then I want my steak right afterwards, right? So, uh, so I'm sitting there, and 
and I'm just all I'm just thinking about my secretary, and I'm just plowing my wife from uh, from behind. And you know what she had the nerve to do? You know what she had the nerve to do? Uh, tell me. That bitch orgasmed. She enjoyed <laughs> what I was doing with her. I mean, I I almost couldn't kill myself. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Who the hell told you you can join me fucking you? <laughs> I was just like mind blown. I, you know, I was like a- after after I nutted and everything, and I made her clean me up and go make my steak. <laughs> you know, I I, I called uh, I called the the Reverend Johnson. And I told him I was like, I don't understand. Is uh, and he's like, well, has she made any new friends lately? I was like, I don't think so, but I'm at work. You know, he's uh-huh. like, you know, just a uh, you think she might be a communist? I was like, I. I she was telling me a little bit about a red tide. I don't really know, but... Uh, I, I'm telling you, man, you can't just go bringing Reverend Johnson into this stuff, because his first question is going to be, well, were, were you doing it for procreation only? And, I mean, the minute he finds out that's not the case, then you're going to hell anyway, so... Well, I well, I had to tell him that, you know, well, um, I had some... Uh, I had some impure thoughts, and I had to release those evil spirits from my body. <laughs> You know, well, I, mean, I come from I come from a, of a long line of blood letters. Well, I mean, you know, in that case, then you know, if you're if you're using your wife for that purpose, then you've at least got to have a bed sheet in between the two of you. That makes it chaste. Well, I just pulled my dick out through like the hole in my pants, so <laughs> so my crotch was still covered. Well, that okay, that that's a little bit better. But yeah, but I was like, now, I just... now the question is, did you also like get your balls out though? Because that that puts it back into iffy territory. No, 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 no. Okay, no. well then, yeah, then you didn't. You really didn't need to bring the Reverend into this. I uh, know. I mean, I'll tell you right now, we've been married for for almost seven years, and uh, and she has not seen my balls, and she is never going to see my balls. Yeah. But I, but that's beside the point, man. I mean. Ball smalls. I mean, how dare she enjoy me having sex with her? It's certainly not her place. I'd, I'd, Thank you. I'd teach her a lesson if I Thank were you. Thank you. Shit. The best thing you can do is just so that she doesn't see it coming is like bring her a nice like bouquet of roses and like get down on one knee and then that way it, like the roses covered up as you come up for that uppercut. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That might work. I've always liked her smile, but you know what? I'll tell you what. Sucking on my member might be better if she was, like, short a few teeth. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that that's where the uppercut comes in handy, because it knocks loose the bottom teeth, but it keeps those upper teeth going so she can still have that nice smile going. Yeah. If there was only some way I could take it, I could, like... Gives her a little bit of an overbite, though. Oh, that's good. It makes those cheeks pop out. <laughs> if there was some way I could make it so she just couldn't enjoy it, you know, it's like if I could, if I could take something like a, like like give her an injection, or something, to just make all that stuff just just not feel anything anymore. Well, I mean, you don't really have to go to all that trouble. You can just give her some Kellogg's. What that that corn cereal? Corn flakes, man, completely kills the urge. Huh. Haven't jerked off in nine years thanks to it. Really? And I'm an Olympic gold medalist. Huh. Hot damn. Hey, uh, just between you and me, you ever think about, uh, chopping your dick off and getting a vagina? Oh, I mean, not until I started eating the cornflakes, but after that. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm not saying I'd be opposed to it, but especially with what's going on here, I mean, I don't know if I can keep having sex with her if she's going to like it. Oh, no, no. Yeah, my dad told me he had sex with my mom for over 30 years, and, and sometimes she told him no. I'm like, that's the kind of woman I want. 
I mean, <laughs> she's going to do it, but I mean, I want her to say no. <laughs> I'd rather her say no and do it than to say yes and enjoy it. Yeah, then then you know there's no chance that she's going to enjoy it. Ah, marry me a damn slut. I mean, you know, the best best thing you can do is just like wait until she has a headache. And you already know she's not going to enjoy it because... She definitely won't be in the mood. Well, I don't know, because sometimes, you know, when I've had a bad headache, you know, that just clears it right up. Well, yeah, but it's different for men. Yeah, it is true. That is true. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Next time I'm looking down the, looking down Kelly's blouse and I come home, you know what? She better just, just take what I got to give her and then just walk away. If yeah. she starts liking it, uh, you know. Just, yeah. Uh, you know, you can just clunk her in the head with a frying pan. That induces a headache often. I just may have to just get her a divorce. <laughs> I can't have that kind of thing. Maybe you should try giving her some cornflakes. Yeah, what if what, what if she told somebody? Oh, God. You'd have to leave town. God, imagine what they think about me. Dang, I condone that kind of stuff. <laughs> her enjoying sex. I'm Surely people would think more of you than that. I think I probably think I'm some kind of a pervert. Uh, you're a pillar. You're a pillar in this community. I mean, you just you just need to you know put your woman in her place. I mean, hell, I mean, you know, I I take my, her shoes with me when I go to work, so I don't have to worry about her wearing them when she's walking around the house. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's the first step. They always say you got to keep them barefoot and pregnant. I think she's some kind of man. So I'm like she makes rules around there. And you know what made it even worse? Hmm. What made it even worse is that she did her little thing before I did. Oh, you gotta kill her. There's just no other way. <sighs> you might be right. All, all she cares about is herself, clearly. Clearly. I mean, it's, it's bad enough that it even happened in the first place, but no, like, before you, that's just inconsiderate. She doesn't yeah. respect you. Yeah, you might be right. Oh, yeah. Let me go have a conversation with her. Delia, honey? <laughs> we gotta talk. Why don't we take like a small little bit like that and just drag it out and something I don't like know. you? <laughs> that did not have to be that long of a bit. <laughs> this podcast has been an hour and 43 minutes. Oh, wow. Oh. An hour and 43 minutes. I, th- I think it goes back to the other question we asked, like, in a, one thing's like, like what? What's going through somebody's head when they when they think that that's okay? Like, <laughs> like, um, like, 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 oh, I'm gonna rub some ass in a woman's clit so she can't enjoy herself. Like, why? Why is that not okay? <laughs> because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and you try to get in like the idea, like, why? Who? Who would not only would would go along with that and be like, oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, no, 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 no. It's like, yeah, but but God made me this way. <laughs> How dare you say something like that? It's the <laughs> devil talking. God made me this way. Yeah. God made me bald that you don't hear me complaining. Yeah. I see you rubbing your head up all against the woman's tits and stuff like that. Going, Ooh. <laughs> God made me bald so I can do this. Yeah, I only do that with permission. Yeah. That's always good practice. Yeah, I can see that. All right, do we do a sign off? I kind of feel like we did, right? No, we didn't. We haven't done. No, one? we've we've just been going for an hour and fifty minutes now. <laughs> uh, so, 
Yep. I mean, what are we gonna title this one? Like, like Comey and Turk talk about sex, or um, maybe just like the birds and the bees, or something. Or... There we go. Like Comey and Turk talk about the birds and the bees. <laughs> All right. So, uh, my or, name is, or maybe like what your parents didn't tell you about sex. Oh yeah. There we go. Uh, so, something like that. What was that, that Woody Allen movie? Everything you know about sex, but we're afraid to ask. Everything you want to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask. Yeah. Um. Say everything you wanted to know about sex, but your parents were afraid to tell you. <laughs> there we go. That's a long one, but I'll stick with it. Like yeah, it. that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Oh, man, that was good. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. So, I'm a Comey. My name is Turk182. And, uh. And shit. <laughs> it's five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it is. And I, I, I missed my opportunity again, man. You missed. Oh, for, yep, you did. Every time you do. Oh, I gotta set an alarm, dude. Every time you do. But yeah, so it's five o'clock in the morning. We have been recording for the past what eight hours? Something like that. Something like that. So, um, yep. All right. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, we had a lot of fun making it, and uh, um, almost as know, much fun as you had listening to it. That's right. So uh, enjoy um, listening to more, and uh, hey, eat those Kellogg's, man. They're good for you. Yeah. Or some blueberry Pop-Tarts. Yeah. And yes, we do understand the difference between Kellogg's and Wheaties, by the way. Yeah. So, but I mean, there's no way to really work that back into the conversation. So, you just take it with you, run with it. That's what you call the yes and, right? I think so. Yeah. That's just yeah. what, what they calls them. Yeah. And, uh, the showbiz. you know, the thing is with improv, right? Um, like, you start to use little, you know, you use the little tricks like that. And you can't use them everywhere. Like, nah. you can't yes and in the bedroom. Hmm. I've never tried. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. Because cause then, cause yeah. then you, you come across as greedy. It was like, so, uh, you want a blowjob? Yes. And? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll swallow. Okay. Yes. And? I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'm, I'm curious to see if I can make that work now. Anyway. Yep, this this has been a Comey and Turk. Um, on like what is now like probably our eighth or ninth episode on sex. Really? I, I mean, out of all the seasons, that's what we have. Uh, I think so. Ah, the Sonya Blade. Oh yeah. All right. Well, bye everybody. Yep. Zang yo. All right, there, folks. That was. Our moms think we're funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.